went instantly like uh, I kind of randomly found your show like through the algorithms, which is weird because I'm all into music and stuff. But your channel just popped up, and I started I started watching. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Nice. You're, you're totally into like music. I can see in mm -hmm. movies and murder. Yeah, yep. it's like the full like package, you know. Yeah, I mean, my channel, I, I am. Um... Rizzy was more, it was, it was, I mean, it's all about me and like, not me, not, not me. I didn't mean, it's not all about me. It's all about right. what I like. And so originally it was mostly about like the first like half a year was a lot of more movie based, but I mean, if really like when it comes down, music is my first love. And like, if I could just cool. go to filming locations of music videos for the rest of my YouTube career I would, and get huge views, I would love that. Cause that's my favorite, like music videos. Like I grew up on them and stuff like that but unfortunately anytime i've gone to a music video location the views go <laughs> oh do really that. yeah yeah some of them some of the eminem ones and some uh michael jackson ones you know big big artists and hard to get to locations but no some of the other ones no like beyonce i've done i've done a whole bunch you name it just any song i like if you know i like a music video and try to go to it but yeah yeah I, I saw i saw that you did the uh the eminem rock and roll hall of fame episode that was really cool yeah, that was wild. That was I got the call about that. I had I I I had a feeling I was going for a while because of my contact. So uh that works there. And then she said, Don't worry, don't worry, you're going. But I was like, well, okay. So I went on this big road trip and then I was out in the I was in down on the Gulf shores of Alabama and she uh called me or whatever, texted me and said, So it's November 2nd, you gotta get out to LA. And I'm like, it's October 20th. I'm in Alabama. I gotta go home. So I had to drive like really fast, like not really. Like I, I spent about four or five days driving back home to Toronto just so I could settle in for a little bit. Then I had to fly right back, and it was pretty awesome. It was worth it. Oh yeah, dude. Was that the first time you've been to a, a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah. event? Yeah, that's the, definitely the first time. Those last like hours, don't they? I mean, that's like a that's a commitment when you go there, right? It is. You know, it started at, I think seven. It ended about one. It ended Whoa. about it ended about one. But really what you saw, like, I mean, I've watched, uh, I've scanned through it, like the the official HBO release since. I mean, they cut out a fair amount, but kind of felt like I was there again. Like, it, it was really long. I knew Eminem was going to be second last. I knew he was going to be near the end. But, I mean, Duran Duran, Lionel Richie. Oh, cool. There's some legends there that just, Lionel Richie, to be honest, I mean, Eminem was a highlight for me. So it was, and Dolly Parton. But Lana Richie blew the roof off the place. Like he just tore it up. Dave Grohl came out with him. You know, everybody on their feet for like all night long and stuff like that. And, and um, what was the song he did with uh, Dave Grohl? I yeah, what was that? I can't oh, remember. Okay. What he did. You know what he did? He did um. Oh, I can't remember. But but yeah, that's all good. He also did "You Are," which is a you know such an upbeat song, and it was just it was a lot of fun being there. Do you I'm remember? Do you remember who brought out uh, Lionel Richie? Usually they have, you know, somebody that, that kind of speaks. Yeah, who brought out Lionel Richie? Mm. Robert Downey brought out Duran Duran. Dr. Oh, that's Dre cool. out, Dr. Dre brought out Eminem. Um, I can't remember. It's all a blur now. I, I recorded almost a whole show, so I should know who. Uh, no, Janet Jackson came out for Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, which was awesome. Oh, but there wow. was there was like there was this behind the scenes guy, a lawyer, a music industry lawyer, and whoever introduced him 
was an older guy in the music business. I can't I don't think it was Jimmy Iovine. May have been. May have been Jimmy Iovine. May have introduced him. And then this guy's speech. He was about 78 or 80 years old. I can't remember who it was, but he, uh-huh. yeah, again, brought the house down with his speech, man. He, he oh, was yeah. On the ball. It was awesome. So, okay, real real quick. If you could pick out a band to bring out to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who would you, if they said, you know, hey, Scott, we want you to introduce this band, which band would you pick? You know, well, I'm throwing you on the spot, but. I mean, one that's already been inducted or one that's ah, you know it may it doesn't matter which whichever one you I mean there's not, I mean a lot of I mean you two REM they're my favorite band so oh that's cool they've already made it you know Eminem I think I think I would be I do really well wearing my Eminem shirt over my Leaf shirt <laughs> I think I do well introducing Eminem but I mean Dr Dre's already in um oh, maybe Britney Spears you know yeah. I could I could show the I got this picture here of when I met her when I was a kid. Well, teenager, when I was younger. Oh, right that's cool. So I could I could pull bring that up on stage with me and say, "Hey, Brittany, remember this?" She won't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I I love the diversity you have. You know, we talk about Eminem and REM. That's yeah. amazing. Have you always been that open to music growing up? Yeah, oh, I think so. I mean, I grew up on uh, uh, like listening. My parents listened to fifties music and and Elvis and stuff, and then they completely bypassed the sixties and seventies. Like it's like they never happened to them. Like I, when when I was a kid, so I kind of got introduced. Then of course seventies disco, I got introduced to through Greece and all that. But then the eighties, listening to a lot of my sisters' stuff. But my parents listened to like on trips, you know, country and this and that. So. I started listening to everything, and then all of a sudden, hip hop came onto the scene. It's like, oh, this is our music. You know what I mean? Like from my generation, as every as every generation has, right? Yeah. Oh, so I got really into rap and hip hop. But my favorite singer, my favorite musician of all time, is George Michael. Oh, which dude. Is yeah. So different from REM and Eminem, you know, and like really, and Nirvana, and you know, Kurt's like my, you know, I'm obsessed with Nirvana, so. I guess I just always liked every genre. There's not one genre I don't like. Oh, man, that's so cool, man. You know, I've always felt like George Michael was underrated. Like, not enough people yeah. talk about him, you know? Well, actually, he's he's number one in the ballot leading for this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. So oh, he's, yeah. he's number one over, and Cindy Lauper's number two. So George is definitely getting in this year. So I guess if I could pick somebody that I... It'd be bittersweet because he's no longer with us, but there you go. There's your answer, George Michael. I I would love to go out and you know, so I, his voice and Elvis's voice are the first two voices I kind of remember as a kid growing up to, like Wham and stuff like that. And oh, that's cool. I just remember hearing the his voice, and I was like, damn, this guy can sing. And then all of a sudden, Faith comes out, and you know, Freedom '90 is just the guy. You know, then I then when I learned he's actually writing, producing engineering playing every instrument i was like okay yeah this, yeah this good. did you grow up in toronto is that what you said or wh- yeah. where did you grow yeah, up from yeah i grew up in toronto i grew up in first i was downtown then the suburbs and then as a young adult moved back downtown area but now i'm back in the suburbs i'm back this is my childhood home that, that's your childhood home wow yeah so yeah. your family still uh they've had this the same house for all these years yeah, well, my parents passed away a couple oh, years okay. ago. I inherited the house, so. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you. Thank, yeah, so we, uh, my sister and I, totally, um, 
we had because it was water damage stuff and you know older house so we had to completely renovate it and yeah inside so it looks the same outside inside one like if my parents were here they'd walk in and wouldn't know they're in the same house they'd be like what the hell did you do <laughs> what did you do <laughs> but yeah. I, they, I, we think they, we think they like it we think they like it oh that's cool it, you know so growing up did you watch mtv i mean i don't know what kind of channels you had where are you by the way what, what where are you i'm in georgia you're in, where, where in georgia uh just about 45 minutes north of atlanta oh you nice know, yeah, i know i've seen an episode where you, you're doing the the rem thing you know yeah, uh, I'm, yeah about 40, right. I'm about mm -hmm. 45 minutes north of where you were at that time north of athens oh. too uh yeah 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 well look, yeah you're more probably right 30 minutes right. north yeah yeah i know where you are so um i they're actually 45 minutes not too far from you is mondo video i did a video from that guy's house oh, he has cool. a video in his basement a full working video store and that was pretty crazy but yeah i've got another wow, REM. that's cool yeah i've got another rem one coming from athens probably i'll put it up next week it's a bucket list item that i always want to go to but um uh yeah sorry now i forgot what you were asking but, well you know uh, i'm i'm sorry i'm off top off subject too but did you go to little five points when you were um here in atlanta i mean not no. nothing but little five points is where rem like played a bunch back in the day you oh know, really I, th I think michael stifer am i saying his last name right he yeah, uh i, I, I want to say he he was living around little five points that's a that's a huge place um uh, in atlanta but oh, anyway, I, I can no, I, didn't, I don't think i've ever done any rem stuff in atlanta it's all been athens uh one club in charlotte um, I mean, unfortunately, like REM, uh, I'm gonna keep even like you two, and even Eminem doesn't. Sometimes they don't all get huge views, but that doesn't matter to me. Like it, it's still, uh, if it's something I want to see or want to go to, I'm gonna go to it. I'm gonna film it, right? And something I hope people will watch, but Definitely. I can't let that stop me from going to places. You know, I can't start thinking, well, this may not get big views. I, I don't work like that. I go I go to the places I think will be cool to see and something that I have coming up about REM. I think people, are, when they see it, once they go, okay, well, it's an REM video. What is he talking about? And then when they see where I am and what I found, I think they might be really excited to see it. Yeah. But you, asked me, you asked me about MTV. In Canada, we had much music which debuted yep. maybe a year after MTV. So it's like a 24-hour music station. Same mm -hmm. thing, same thing. And so we got all of our, it had to have, I think, 40% Canadian content, which is the same with the radios up here at the time, uh, CanCon. So we get exposed to a lot of Canadian music and American music. And then MTV started here in the 90s. Um, we oh, knew about okay. MTV. We got all the MTV awards, like those aired on Much Music, but we right. didn't get see mtv unless we were in the states and that was a big deal to see yeah. mtv when we were on vacation states to watch it <laughs> but then mtv canada started as competition to um uh much music much music yeah. and it lasted a while i'm friends with one of the original vjs because i auditioned i wanted to be a vj oh cool so bad yeah and then i then i auditioned again to be a vj on much music on on December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine, I remember that day, and I did not get it. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. How was the audition process? Were you, you know, like, can you talk was, about that? It was, it was, it was crazy. It was a big deal. I mean, they were looking for a couple, and oh, and then I got I actually got a callback for it. 
And that was pretty, so, and I knew the one of the casting directors really well. So I thought I would have it more in the bag than others, but I kind of froze on my second callback. And it was just, it's a difficult thing to do to be, you know, uh, at that at that time and that age, all of a sudden be, you know, like have 20 people staring at you, you know, you're being recorded, be yeah. on and be funny and be, be on and do this and do that. And I was like, oh man. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I, totally, man. I'll do the same thing. Man, that's so stressful. Yeah. It's very stressful, yeah. But you know, it worked out. I mean, you know, but much music is still going, but it's exactly like MTV in the States. No music. Just oh, TV so the shows. much music does reality show. Like yeah, reality shows, yeah. Does, oh yeah, it does all that or airs Beavis and Butthead. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they just air all the same stuff. Uh also, um, you have a love for movies too, man. And I'm, I'm the same thing. I have a guest room that's just full of movie posters. Oh, really? And nice. Yeah, yeah. I love movies. So did you grow up just watching movies with the family or like, I mean. Yeah, well, more with more with my friends. I would watch movie. I I think, I mean, we would watch movie movies as a family, like Grease, obviously. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the Star Wars movies. But when I was a kid, when I was like eight or nine years old, my friend Adam and I, who his house is just two streets around the corner, we would watch the Friday the 13th movies because he had a VHS player and I didn't. My parents thought VCRs were a fad and they weren't going <laughs> to We didn't get one until like two years after everybody else had one, maybe even more. So they, they didn't believe that they were going to be a thing. And, <laughs> That's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. So we go <laughs> watch all the Friday the 13th movies at his house on like at eight or nine years old and his mother mother was a British lady. she'd just come in the room oh what do you oh my goodness oh oh and just walk out and we'd be like, <laughs> oh yeah damn Jason <laughs> yeah so crazy so I and then I worked at a video store for a long time and you know I, I love movies I love movies what's your favorite Jason movie I mean of all of them to be on uh, part two and part four and part three but part two I always say is my favorite you know yeah. and it probably is now that I've now that I've been to nine nine of the locations from the twelve movies. It's hard. It's hard to watch them like I used to because I'm so like because I had to watch them over and over again before I went to each location. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I kind of got burnt out on them. But the the reboot from two thousand and uh, two thousand and nine, I love. I love the reboot. I think it's great. I think it's just. Um, it's a good way to start the franchise over and now it's been 14 years but hopefully the sequel a sequel's coming soon they say but yeah i could i could back in the day i could i could put on a jason or a michael myers you know anytime except for, <laughs> except, for except for part four five and six three four five and six not so much of the halloween movies no they kind of suck okay. to, me, to me but some halloween lovers love part three but I love one, two, and then uh, H2O Resurrection and all. And then the the new ones were great. I was uh, I was huge into uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So did you like the Freddy versus Jason? I did. I saw that. In, that I think that, no, I think that was the first one I saw in the theater. Uh, I think. Uh, I remember, I, re, I re distinctly remember seeing it in the theater. And now I'm trying to remember. But I did like it, but... I didn't like the way they made the way Jason's costume was. He kind of looked. He, they made him. They gave him like a dead eye and this weird like overcoat, and it doesn't. It didn't really fit. 
the right. Jason look, you know, I like the Jason with the torn sweater and all that stuff. But um, you know, it was it was it was good. I'm not a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I like the first one and I love the and I love the reboot. The one they oh, shot yeah. in Chicago, like about seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I went into vacations for that. And I'm headed back to LA in a few weeks. And I'm going and there's a bunch of Nightmare on Elm Street fans that are gonna be there, other YouTubers that are gonna be there, I'm gonna be filming with. And they all want to go see the spots. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll finally go and do them. I've done the house, you know, which is really cool. Nancy's house and then Johnny Depp's house across the street, which is great. But there's like the alleyway from the first one and, you know, all the Venice shots. So, yeah, yeah. I like the first one. And then the rest, I don't remember as much. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to remember them, too. I remember like three, four and five because I was around 12 or 13 years old. Um I remember certain people like would make cameos, and I'm like, Roseanne Barr was in one of them. It's, it's a trip. Was she really? Yeah, she was in part uh, Freddy's Dead, I think. I think that was Freddy's Dead, the Final Nightmare. One of those, yeah. I could be messing that up. <laughs> well, I think but, Freddy's Dead, the Final Nightmare, is kind of like, uh, or is it, I think it's called Final Nightmare, or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, you're right. I think it's Final Nightmare. Yeah. Because Jason goes to hell the final Friday, that is like the worst of the worst. Like it is just <laughs> pure garbage that movie. And looks and the way they shot it, like it's just it's like it's like it's shot on a potato. And I think <laughs> the same way about because I've seen all the Freddy movies, so I think the Freddy's Dead one, I felt the same kind of way. Yeah, like, like it looked cheap, it looked quickly made. Yeah, know. rushed a little. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know, talking about your channel, it was funny because I was trying to. I was telling somebody today about your show and talking to him. It, it sounds kind of depressing because I'm like, Hey, you know, it, it's like these sites <laughs> where people are murdered and, you know, <laughs> and funeral and, you know, not funeral, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but can yeah. you, can you tell, can you talk about your channel? Like what, what do you, what is your channel about? You know? Well, I, I, I mean, the name Scarlet on tape doesn't really say what it is. So then I put in your pop culture tour guide to give it more of a, because what I've always, like, I get a lot of people messaging me, like, you know, can you help me start my channel and can you give me tips and stuff yeah. like that? And which I, I always film with, uh, you know, YouTuber, I'll film with anybody, smaller or bigger. And, awesome. um, you know, I, and I love to film with people that are just starting out. And I always tell them the same thing. I'm like, whatever you do, don't do what I did, which is just start a channel with going to all these places that you want to go to, but they're all so different that the audience doesn't really come right away because they're like, what is this channel? What? Okay. I, I, I subscribe because he went to all locations from training day. That's cool. Now mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's at, you know, Carol O'Connor, Archie Bunker's grave or whatever. Like right. what is this channel? But it was all the things that interested me. So then I kind of, I was like, okay, I got to, then when I started to get a little bit of movement with the Michael Jackson grave video, I was like, okay, I got to change the name of it. Cause I had a different name for the channel. And then I put your pop culture tour guy so basically, I even have a tough time still describing it to people when they say, oh, like, what's your channel about? If I tell them I, I do a YouTube channel for work, I'm like, well, it's me. I go to all sorts of strange and weird places having to do with pop culture across North America. And I guess that's the best way to put it. And I, but, and the true crime that I do, I do a lot of true crime. My next video is true crime coming out Saturday. And um, it has to be, I try to keep it true crime that's somewhat in become part of pop culture or people know about it really well when i do obscure crimes uh not so many i don't it's i still like to do it but i think well 
does it really apply to my channel? But if I want to do it, like I've, I film a lot when I go on these trips. So I've got maybe five or six other two crimes that nobody would have ever heard of. Yeah, I filmed in their entirety and I'll still put them up. But I try to stick to ones that have at least some kind of crossed over. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen yeah. some on Netflix and then I'll see that you're covering the same people, you know. That that's right. smart. Right. Well, I don't see what I do is I don't watch anybody else's um channels. And I don't and the sad thing is I love documentaries. It's one of my favorite oh, genres. Me too. Me too. One of my favorite genres, but I can't watch them anymore. Because I don't want, unless it's about something I know I'm never going to cover, or unless they're not going to locations, because I don't want to, I don't want my work being like, I don't want to get any information right. from the dark. Then I might, it, uh, what do you call it, subconsciously mm-hmm. build the same way or say the same thing, like uh, that another documentary crew did or whatever. And, but one thing I try to make different that documentaries don't do is when they go to a true crime location, they're going to pan across the house where it happened. And then they're going to go to a talking head telling you about it. And this, uh, and a lot of those talking heads, I'm not going to be able to get it yet because, you know, they're probably being paid by Netflix right. or crew, or they're, you know, they'll respond to Netflix faster than me. But what I like to do is I like to show the audience where it happened. And I'll linger on that for a long time. And I'll walk around the places because you don't get to see that. Even yeah. on the, you like to lose you know, when they show something happening, you don't get to, you don't get a feel for the place. I'll take you around the neighborhood. That's what I like to do. It's hard. It's hard because of the neighbors, you know, they know why you're there with a the camera, but I, I could be pretty uh, stealth if I want to be. Well, I love your honesty too. When you're there, I know she, you're like, you know, you're, you're, you're honest. You're like, Hey, the neighbors really don't like people being around here. And so we're going to see what happens, you know? Yeah. Oh I yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll do I'll always do a drive by of the house or the, you know, building or whatever first, just to see what you know what's going on, what's 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 it look like, what are what are some angles, and then I'll park my car, you know, wherever I decide, either you know, a few houses away, a few buildings away, and then I just gotta do it, you know, I just right. gotta go do it and um, not care about if people are gonna say you know whatever i'm gonna be respectful i would never get into a conference i did get into a confrontation once with a lady who was very rude to me uh you know it's not even her house she was you know a neighbor across the street and the house was empty anyway but otherwise i'm very like you know i'm respectful of the fact and also in that in the place that i'm filming somebody experienced or some people experienced the worst moment of their life you know what I mean? So I gotta I keep that in mind and I'm just like, you know, well, here I am, I gotta do this and so thank you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I was a huge <laughs> I was a huge Chris Cross fan. So when you covered Chris Kelly, that was that was yeah. really, really special watching that. How do you how do you find these places? I mean, are you just Googling like, uh, like, or, you know, it, you know, well, I mean, for Chris Kelly, I, that was one that I had planned for a long time. And, um, uh, being like, again, the guy, it's the right age that, that was when that's a, to me, that's like the golden age of hip hop and rap, of course, when crisscross was around and, you know, I love their first two albums. Like, oh, uh, me too. Me too. Those, yeah. Those are some great. And they're like, they're not just cheesy albums to me. They're great. They're great. Right. Their second single. I mean, the first single from their second album. All right. is just, I think it's. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the bomb album or it's the yeah. bomb. Yeah. So, uh, what I do is I have to, 
sometimes it's easy to find these houses where they where they lived or where they died. Either one, because I I go to some places where you know stars lived, not just necessarily where they died, but it's you gotta. I've had to call real estate agents. I've had to go to city halls, libraries, you know, like that sort of thing. Because I got, I don't want to just double check it. I want to triple check it mm. to make sure I'm at the right place. Like I just recently did um, Irene Cara, mm. you know, flash yeah. answer. And then I was on my way to the house where she passed away. And then, excuse me, then my friend was, uh, I was on the phone with my friend. He's like, he's like, which house are you going to? I'm like, what do you mean, which house? He's like, well, she had two in that era. And I was like, what? So I looked it up. I found out. So then I sat like in the Florida heat on the side of the road for like an hour, Googling, trying to figure out that I was searching property record, property record, timing, where she sold this house. So then I had to turn around and go to the right house. And then I matched it up. If you uh, see, I think I matched it up with scenes from the official, um, uh, some newspaper that published them. Same thing happened with, Harry Anderson, who was the judge on Night Court. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to his house where he passed away. And then I was looking at it. And I was like, this isn't the house. I said, I'm sure he, I'm, I know I was with a friend who uh, does the same thing that I do, you know, but just takes pictures. And so I said, I'm going to go ask a neighbor. I said, I'm going to ask a neighbor. And we drove around. I found this one guy sitting on his porch, you know, about 60, late 50s. I said, he looks like Harry Anderson. He's going to know. And sure enough, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, no, no, Harry lived in that house, but the one he died in is over there. I was like, ah, I know that house. I know the address. I have it. So again, I got that right. Thank goodness. That sounds like almost like a documentary. Like you could make a documentary about you doing all these locations, filming all yeah, these I locations. Mean, it would be crazy because you'd see me like literally like on my laptop or on my phone, just Googling, you know, and just matching up. But it's a lot of matching up dates name and you gotta like sometimes celebrity you know it's a house will be registered under their real name or a shell company not like an illegal type company but you know like under a company name but a lot of times that company name has something to do with their art whatever it was you know like television yeah. music so i haven't been wrong yet so let's where did you where did you get this idea to do this show this youtube show i mean you, you've been doing how long you've been doing it for about six years seven years, six years. Six years. I just actually I thought it was six years last week, but I just got a notification from YouTube uh this morning. It said happy six year anniversary. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I, I was I was ahead by a week. So no, <laughs> uh, I if you look on my if you if people were to look on my Instagram, I've been uploading pictures to there uh more now. If you look at my Instagram, I've been going to places like this for years, like cemeteries, famous like where John John F. Kennedy Jr. died. Uh, I got pictures of me with uh, Mike Myers and Adam Sandler and like people, oh, cool. people I love celebrities. My channel has a lot to do with celebrities. So I've been doing this when I was the funny, the, the best way I can put it is when I was a kid, my parents and I were, my sister felt she was too old to go on this, this family trip. So it was just me and my parents driving down to Florida. We're taking I-75. So we're going through Atlanta and uh, I insisted to my parents that we stop at, I think it was the Omni Hotel, because I wanted to go take a picture of the room. This picture with like camera. No, you know, this is late 80s, whenever it happened. The room where Rob Lowe got caught having sex with the girl and he almost went to jail for it. I don't yeah. remember that big scandal. It changed yeah, I remember that. My mother was like, What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I have to, I have to. And she's like, What is wrong with my kid? So I just loved 
you know, celebrity scandal and w- weird stuff like that. And I got the picture. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you've always been into it. Yeah. yeah. So YouTube comes around and you're like, well, you know, did you get inspired by other YouTube channels or did you? Well, I didn't, I, I didn't know I was doing like, and, and again, once I, once I went to LA for the first time in 2012, I took all the, like, I, I spent an extra week there. Uh, we were there for two weeks, my friend and I, one of my best friends. And then we said, let's stay another week. Cause it was so much, we're seeing all the cool stuff. Um, so I took all these pictures. Then I started going back on my own. Because I was like, because I was working a different type of job than everybody else at the time, like my nine to five friends. I was like, I'll just see what it's like to go on vacation or by myself. So I started going to LA a lot and made friends there and stuff. And then I went to Florida with friends and I I made a test video because I thought, well, this could be a video I could put up online. But to me, all I knew about YouTube was YouTube to me was music videos and clips from The Office. I didn't know people. I didn't know people. I like up until like 2015, I didn't even know people had channels or maybe 2016. But there was a website of filming locations, people going to filming and putting little videos up. And one of them connected to YouTube. And that was Adam the Woo. Do you know Adam the Woo? Yes, I've seen his videos. Yeah. Right. So I it's saw it, and it went to his channel on YouTube. I was like, whoa, this is on YouTube. Then I found a whole bunch of stuff, people having their own channel. I found a lot of people like, you know, in their, in their room doing, you know, whatever they were doing. I was like, I could, I should be putting my stuff up there and, you know, and, and I'm comfortable. I've always been comfortable on camera since I was a kid. So I just had the idea. I made a test video. I didn't upload it for like 10 months and then I uploaded it. And then it gets like, it got like 12 views or something, but 10 of those people weren't my friends or family, you know, it went 20, 30 views. All of a sudden you get a comment from somebody from like Oklahoma. You're like, Wow, this is cool. Then he uploaded the second one and the third one. And then I went to LA and I filmed a whole bunch. And, you know, they got okay, tiny views, like, you know, 500, 600. I can't even remember. But you, you get kind of addicted to that rush of being like, wow, people are actually out there. There's definitely people watching. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was like, uh, when I, then when I got back to Toronto, then when I ran out of videos, I was like, oh, I forgot about this part. Now, now <laughs> I have to go out somewhere that I have to go somewhere else. So it cost me a lot of money to keep going the first two or three years. Like I was paying like a lot out of pocket and like staying in pretty sh- shitty motels and stuff like that, because, you know, and uh, to go to these places and film. But then once I was in, I was in Florida and I was at a hotel with my friend, Michael and his girlfriend and my phone just started going ding, 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 ding. I was like, what is going on? My subscriber count was blowing up. And I was like, what is happening? And it was my Michael Jackson grave video. So oh, I went cool. I went from like 400 subscribers to like 4,000 in a day. And all of a sudden, you know, that to me, I was like, this is what it feels like. All oh, right, here we go. A million subscribers. No, <laughs> not as easy as <laughs> but still. It was still, I mean, it was a rush. You know, that's then, amazing. Yeah, yeah. How did you get this? Were you using like hashtags and like, how, how did you get his fan base to find your video? Well, I, I titled it um, correctly, which is Michael Jackson's Real Grave Location, because a lot of people had been going to um, Forest Lawn Glendale and, you know, leaving flowers and stuff and Michael Jackson records, you know, and having the parties and stuff outside of the one main door and, you know, saying Michael Jackson there. And I was like, well, he's not he is in there, but you can actually see the exact window if you walk around. 
So I, I just, I remember that day I was in the Valley. I was, I was, I was at like a department store, like an athletic store buying something. And I was looking at my watch. I was like, I wonder if I can make it to Glendale in time. Like, you know, and back then I didn't really know LA that well, like I do now. So I drove there. So the sun setting when I'm there and I just wandered around talking about Michael Jackson for 20 minutes. Then finally I get to the point where I show where he actually is. And it took a few months, but all of a sudden, I think I filmed that in April or May of that year. Then it was like August when I was mm-hmm. in Florida. All of a sudden, just because I called it Michael Jackson's Real Grave Location. And that was my number one video for a long time, you know? And you know yeah, that dude. inevitably, that's when you start getting people being like, dude just walks around talking and doesn't show anything until 20 minutes in. I'm like, well, I didn't know what I was doing back then. <laughs> <laughs> who taught you how to edit because i mean you edit so well i mean did you just teach yourself or yeah i just taught myself i mean i went to school for film production uh university but um that's a while ago so all these new editing programs i just had to learn and you know it's 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 one of the most it it, it's the most time consuming you know it's it's it just can take a long take a long time but when it's done there's no better feeling because you're like wow like finally done i've got one that the one i'm working on for saturday it's over two hours of footage and i got to get that down a lot because that's a long yeah. time it's probably going to be over an hour this video it's gonna be my longest one i'm sure but the editing so far is looking good and yeah just self-taught and just the way i like kind of the way I, I i like the way things look and i don't edit it for um like say for instance i'm gonna go to um like DMX's grave. That yeah. I put up. Yeah. So like if, if I'm going to do a video about DMX's grave, I'm not going to start the video with me on camera going, here I am at DMX's grave. Turn the camera around, show his grave. That's what, uh, that would be the smarter thing. I know that because viewers will stay on longer because you're there right away. You're showing because people will skip through. Mm-hmm. But that's not the style of filmmaking I want to do. I want each video to be almost like a mini film. Yes. So have a beginning, a middle, and an end. You know what I mean? So, you know, <clears throat> so that's what I do. I start off somewhere else or close to it, and I'll talk about the artist or talk about the subject. I want I want to show you the drive-in. I want to show you all the stuff around it, put music and clips and whatever, me talking more. You know, I have no desire to put my face on camera more than it is. But, you know, to get the story across, I got to talk. Yeah. And I like I like doing, like, like, I could this video this video that's coming on uh Saturday I know I could edit it down to uh 15 minutes if I want to there's like 15 locations in the in the video probably mm-hmm. 15 16 locations that I want. but I want to show you the location for a long time each one it's a it's a heavy case um yeah you know what I mean like I know I could I I know I could do more the YouTube style which is you know for viewers and some viewers like they'll put in the comments like, "Oh, it takes so long to get to this, or takes so long to get that." I'm like, "Oh well, like, yeah, so oh well, it's not for them then, yeah, not for you. You know, you're used yeah. to something else. I get it, but I like, you know, I like creating a story." Yeah, man, I, I, that's what drew me in. Is I, it's Thanks. like a short documentary almost. You know, it's not- that's, what that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Like they are, they are documentaries, and that's what I'm trying to do is make it like an experience for the viewer. Yeah. So do you release episodes like you said on Saturday? Do you do them every Saturday or is do you have a every schedule? other day? Every other day. Every other day. 
Every other day. I do not, now when I'm on the road, sometimes I'll let a day go by. And um, now that I'm back in Toronto for a little bit, I'll do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then Sunday, a live chat. And then Monday, a day off, Tuesday, another video. Um, but I've got so, like, when I go, when I go on these trips, like they used to be before YouTube, I would go to LA or Florida, whatever, on vacation. Now these are work trips. So it's all work nonstop. And I'll film two to three videos a day. So I have over 200 videos still to put together. Wow. Like it's crazy. Like some yeah, people me crazy. on the live chat. So they'll be like, oh, you should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, yeah, I should stay tuned because I know <laughs> I did it, right. And then now here I am three and a half weeks away from leaving again to go on this other big filming trip. I'm going to come back with even more. Like it gets annoying in my head, but you know, I can't stop. I love do you, it. Do you ever have like a, a you need like a, an assistant? I'd, I'd say, man, that many I interviews. Need, I, I think I need to, I, I definitely need, cause there's, I, I forget which like some I, I've twice now I've gone to locations and I'd be like, I've been here before I filmed. Oh, this. Wow. Yeah. And that's crazy. That, that happened to me twice. But um, right now I can just, you know, there, I, there's ones that I, I don't remember, but if I'm looking through or, or I hear something about something, I'll be like, hey, I did a video on that. I have that and I'll put it up because so I don't forget it again. But there's, yeah, like the DMX one I, I didn't have planned to put up today. Uh, it, it was like going to be three weeks from now. I had, I had it going. But then um, the other one I was working on, uh i have uh i had a mic issue today with my voiceover so i was like i was like i don't want to i don't want to run to the best buy and see if they have this mic and whatever so i just um ordered one on amazon and just put together a different video the dmx right. one really quickly and it's doing okay it's doing good no that's great does does yeah. youtube is youtube pay pretty well i mean are they covering like all this traveling you're doing and now i'm now it's covering Finally. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, yeah. Now it's now like it's my full-time job. So it's, it's, so uh, I'm doing good, but I mean, I've never been about um, the money. You know what I mean? Like I've right. never been, I, all I want is to continue to be able to do YouTube and do it well. And this will be my job as it's been for three, three years full-time now. So continue to be that way. I don't, um, but when it comes like, when it comes to like some of like, you know, buy buy a really cool car. I'm like, why? I have a 2017 car. What do I need another? What do I need? What do I need another car for? Until yeah, I'm, car, I'm the same way. Yeah. Point A to point B. Yeah. If so I like, I, like, what am I gonna go? Like, I don't need to go and buy a hoodie. I've got, I've got a hoodie. I've got a hoodie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm. There's nothing I need. I'm not a materialistic type person when it comes to money and stuff like that. So as long as I make enough money to do that, to do it, I'm happy. More than happy. Yeah, man. Do you get like recognized? I mean, do you have you have like fans now when you're traveling? I mean, you're doing yeah. so much stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, my my channel because it 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 spans so many different topics and so many like Luther Vandross fans aren't aren't yeah. necessarily Eminem fans or DMX fans. Michael Jackson fans aren't necessarily Eminem fans or true crime fans fans. So. That helps my channel get a lot of different exposure, which in turn, uh, it's when I when I go when I go filming, it's usually once a day, 
But if I'm in Toronto or LA, LA especially, I get recognized a lot, which is to me, it's if I was a kid, if I was like 20, maybe I'd get like ego and think, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm the (laughs) But I'm not. I'm more than double double that. So to me, it just warms my heart. And I'm just like, hey, let's, yeah, you want to, because about a year ago, people would be like, hey, you're that guy on YouTube. They walk by me, I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, cool. And I'd be like, oh, you no, okay. <laughs> we're, we're good. That's it. Now people that come up to me, I have a picture. But I also have no um, uh, uh, misconceptions if it's the hair, too. Like, you can spot my hair. Yeah, my, your hair is pretty noticeable. Yeah, recognizable. If, you, if you've seen my hair once yeah. on video, and if and then you see me again, and then you see me in real life, you know, if I had regular hair on the sides, I know for a fact that people probably would not recognize me as much, but I don't do it like this for that. I just, I just do it like this because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I just, I like it. I like it. But I was in a cemetery on my last day in LA last year. I was on the phone with a friend. It's really funny. And uh, I said, oh, there's three other cars just pulled in near me. It's a small cemetery. And, and, and they got out and I said, I said, oh, I said, two guys with a, with a notepad. I said, ah, oh, family with little kids. I said, I said, I guarantee you these people are going to recognize me. And they're like, no, they're not. I said, yeah, they are. I said, this cemetery is too small and there's it's too many famous people here. And I've been here a lot. And sure enough, they each came up to me and they're like, hey, we watched you. And it was so sweet. Oh, you know? that's so cool. You know, because it's a small, it's a small, it's one of the smallest cemeteries in LA and all the celebrities are there. And I, I was just like, yeah, this is, you know, <laughs> you, knew her, you knew ahead. Yeah, I knew ahead. I knew ahead. And then. <laughs> And everybody's so nice. They're like, oh, we don't want to bother you. I'm like, well, bother me. Like, let's walk together. Let's talk. And because I, I love talking to people, I like knowing what they do. And, you know, what I do is fun and interesting to people. I get it. But it doesn't mean I'm not interested in, you know, other people. Yeah, you know, man. That's so cool. I, you know, I love that. And I, so I love meeting viewers. And when I go to conventions with my friend, John, who runs a lot of the conventions, people come up to me and him because he's very recognizable from YouTube and from horror stuff. And, Everybody's so sweet. Everybody's so sweet. You know, I get people people in the comments section like, dude, your hair looks like you stuck your finger in a light socket. Dude, you're too old for that haircut. Blah, blah, blah. Shit like that. But oh, you person, always get that. Uh, yeah, but in, person, but in person, nobody ever comes up to me and says that. They're always like, hey. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, keyboard warriors. But, you know. <laughs> keyboard warriors. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> even that, like, even when people write, if they write something like that, I'm like, I'm like, it's not funny. If you're, if you're funny, I'll, if it's a funny comment about my hair, I'll pin it. You know, I'll pin it at the top if you're making fun. I make fun of myself, you know, why not? But if it's not funny, <laughs> if it's not funny, I'll be like, nah, not funny. <laughs> do you um do you have like uh merch and stuff? I mean you have like t-shirts with your logo and stuff? I I didn't, I haven't, but I do. It's gonna be coming probably within the next week or two. A friend of mine designed stuff for me last year and I had stickers, so I gave stickers out to uh, viewers. And oh, yeah, yeah. I need, I need viewers in a lot of cities. Like, if they reach me on Instagram or whatever, they'll be like, hey, you're in my, I, you're going to be in my city. <laughs> and if I recognize your name, I'll bet they'll make sure they're not crazy. And I'll say, yeah, let's meet up, you know, whatever, you, whatever you want to do, or you come along with me. I put random viewers in videos anytime they want. I'm down with that. Come along with me. And uh, so I give stickers, especially if they have little kids, because kids love stickers, so I give them stickers. And, um, so now another friend of mine who I just reconnected with after a few years, she came up with all, she lives right around the corner. She came up with all these designs that I didn't even think about. Yeah. So I scrapped all the old ones, gave her some of them. And then 
she's putting it all together for me. So it's going to be, I've always kind of felt weird putting up merchandise, but you know, people seem to kind of want it. Well, they want, yeah, they like it, man. That That's cool. Yeah. It's an additional source of income too. And you know, and uh, what better advertising for if somebody's walking around wearing a t-shirt says Scott, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, do you ever like, you know, I've been doing podcasting too for a few years now. And, um, do you, you know, have you ever thought about, I, I'm kind of thinking about what I'm doing, but I was thinking for you, would you ever think about doing like a live show or something talking about, you know, um, movies or music or, you know, yeah. whatever? Yeah. I mean, whenever I get together with viewers, it's kind of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like nonstop question. And I do a live show on YouTube once a week, usually when I do my live show. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to, to like, if I could, if I get a bigger on YouTube, I would love to do like a mini theater tour. Just yeah. people like q and A. I'll just, I mean, I can talk as you can tell. No, <laughs> I you're great. Talk, I can talk nonstop if people ask me questions or they want to, you know, whatever. And um, my live chats get pretty lively, like with the masks and wigs and accents and whatever I'll do. I'm just like, you know. Yeah. Cause you could talk about locations you've been at and have kind of a slideshow, you know, oh, yeah. that'd, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I've always had that thought, and uh, I wanted to do a podcast too. I was thinking about oh, that. Oh yeah, you, you should. Know, something like that, because, and I love to have like you know, I I listen to a lot of um, Howard Stern. Uh, I love Howard Stern. Yeah, like he's the greatest interviewer, and especially around the era two thousand six, two thousand to two thousand thirteen, all the different like employees and and guests and all that that he had, something like that have like guest on that's maybe famous or have a guest on that's just you know mm-hmm. little nuts i don't know i would love to just talk to people yeah uh kind of go, going back to youtube real quick do you mm-hmm. ever get do you ever have issues with youtube do they ever like flag your videos or or do you ever they ever give you strikes or anything like that or or do you stay pretty clear from from that well i've never gotten a strike thank goodness because three strikes you're out on youtube yes yeah um, yeah. So no, I've gotten. I mean, because I put in some clips from movies or things like that. So if I'll get a copyright claim, usually within mm-hmm. the first within w- before it's up before it's published while it's uploaded, I'll just go back and edit it out or slow it down or something. Um, or something like um, music. Sometimes like I think I'm using copyright free music, and then I'll get a claim on. I'm like, what? Like that just happened with a big video I just put up two weeks ago. So I've been slow, you can edit afterwards after it's up on YouTube. So they, so I edit out the song. Then the song is heard again near the end. So they put another the artist oh, yeah. claim on it again. I was like, dude, I'm gonna keep editing it out until you're no longer <laughs> on my channel because you said copyright free in your view, video description, and that's not fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I would gladly if I could use Eminem's music. If I could use Faith No More, The Police, Nirvana. Yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. I could use some clips of their music it would make every video so much better if i could use the real music and they said that it's gonna that's gonna happen soon where you oh is it yeah like instagram stories youtube is going to be allowed to share some with the artist without them taking all of it and i'll gladly gladly give you know whatever it's going to be 25 percent whatever of the of if i can start using music by my favorite artists it's Uh a a game changer for me because you know i want to be able to say you know remember this song while I'm out of place and you know that song immediately will you know take you somewhere 
Yeah, that's a good point. I'm, I wonder if that's going to happen in the future. I, I, I like your videos. They're kind of, I mean, when you're uploading them, do you, you know how dances, but they're made for kids, right? I mean, your channel is pretty, pretty clean. I mean, you're not cussing a lot, which no, is well, nice. I put every video up as not made for kids. You can put it, you have to put it up as yes, one of right, right? You know, so I put it not made for kids, but I say, like, I get a lot of people writing me, like, I, we, our whole family watches or my kids exactly. watch. Exactly. Yeah. And when they see that, I'm like, how old are your kids? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and so, and I've met viewers with little kids and they, you know, someday they, I'm like, you watch my channel? They're like, yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> because some, I don't like in real life, I, I do swear I'm Canadian, you know, yeah, the, yeah. F, the F word, the F word is literally <laughs> after every sentence. So <laughs> that's, that's sort of the thing. But uh, I put up, uh, I'll put up a warning. And like, I just did, a, I do a lot of joke videos every now and again. Not every now, not a lot, but you know, where I play a different character, I did moving out of Florida, stuff like that, where I said the F word 76 times in a three minutes. <laughs> I think somebody counted. I think it was within three minutes I said the F word. So it was all a joke. So I put up a warning before that. Yeah, YouTube yeah. more like you can't. So, but my also my, and some people, you know, even when I've said, you know, in a serious video, if I've dropped the F bomb or, you know, Jesus Christ or something, uh, <laughs> People will say, oh, potty mouth, or you shouldn't, you know, you don't need to swear. I'm like, you're watching a video where I just talked about the worst crime imaginable and the F word offends you? Like, what, <laughs> what's, happening, what's happening in your life that the story of this guy, you know, gutting another dude on the street or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, that you're, you're fine to sit through, but, you know. I get it. Yeah. It's so, yeah. That's so, such a slippery shit. slope. Yeah. Weird. Just don't, if you don't swear within the first two minutes uh, on YouTube, you're pretty much good. Oh, okay. It's, it's the yeah. first two minutes that they scan for swear words. <laughs> but they scan I didn't know whole, that. Yeah. They scan your whole video for overall content before you upload it. But the first, so the first two minutes, I make sure, I make sure now, because I used to sometimes, you know, swear if I'm excited, whatever. But like I've always said, like, I'm not going to be someone I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, right, people right. who know me know that I, you know, all my live chats, they try to, I, they try to bait me into getting into one of my rants where I'm just going off swearing. <laughs> but which is, <laughs> That's a live chat and I don't really care. But no, YouTube is pretty friendly to me. Like, I talk to a guy at YouTube a lot and um, they like my channel, which is good. So I don't think I'm in any danger of being... Uh, canceled for saying the f word too much but i try not to <laughs> <laughs> i'll you know uh you know kind of finishing up here but I, I love the live chats you've done i'm i've never done live chats is that intimidating when you're just gonna you just take whatever question comes I well mean, do you i do that on instagram is that where you do no, your live i chats? do them on both but i do them on youtube more oh, okay YouTube, like, yeah. instagram will just be something i'll just pop on you know just to do one whatever or I'll yeah that's so cool you know, friends that have Instagram stuff related to my channel. I'll go on there, but you should do, you should do it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. you're very, you're very talkative. You can, you know, I, for me, for me, like I said, I've never been camera shy. So when I was started doing them, I started doing them a lot during the pandemic more regularly. Like I started doing them a lot because there's nothing else to do. And, but I, I had done them before that, but I was always a little mm, kind of not, fully myself because my mom 
who I moved in with just before she passed away, was in the other room watching. And then I knew if I was on the road, my mom was watching. So, you know, any <laughs> any, any little boy in their head, knowing yeah. that mom was watching them and they're saying, you know, dirty words or, you know, <laughs> I, you know I make dirty jokes. I'm like, and I can hear it. I, I would be, I would hear my mom watching me like, ah, oh, laughing. Or she, she'd yell out, oh God, Scott. but she had a great sense of humor thank goodness but yeah i lived with her just before she passed so i just started getting you know 40 people 50 people and then you know now it's up to like 400 500 at a time watching and at that point i i figure you know i've kind of lost the the script somewhat so to speak you know i can't control yeah, got, so much, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 and I don't, and I can slow it down, but I don't because I'm like, oh, if I see your response, I'll see it. But I've got three administrators that keep track of, you know, if anybody's oh, claiming the chat or you know being. But I don't get that a lot, which is really nice. I just get, you know, some people try to make, you know, make a joke or whatever, or, you know, a mean joke, but they always like, I'm just kidding, man. So it's really nice, like because yeah. I think the way I present myself people because i'm really sarcastic on the live chats which is how i am but the other as everybody is you all everybody has more than one side to them in a good way not like right. two everybody has more than one side so i think when they see me at graves and all that they know that i'm not um a dick or an asshole mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i yeah. and i and i love the viewers and I, and I like supporting smaller like i'm really into supporting smaller channels and stuff like that because i wouldn't if i didn't film with a couple of bigger YouTubers, I wouldn't be here. And if I didn't have the viewers, I wouldn't be here. So to answer your question, I, I don't get intimidated doing live chats because everybody's really everybody's really nice. And I just go off and just talk and, you know, just go yeah. like stand up for an hour and a half and then boom, gone. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, okay, m- one of my last questions is uh, of all these, you've done this for so long. Do you have like a, a certain episode that you'd want to pin to like, this is, a good representation of of my show you know or do you have like one or two episodes you know yeah. that you're pretty proud of yeah i think probably i i think if i could choose maybe like three i would definitely do one of my um uh moving to florida or selling my florida home because that was all a oh, joke that was, that was, all that was so funny thank you like that was oh, all yeah. fake right so <laughs> a lot of people still believe it i believed it too but i was watching i was like wow <laughs> and yeah. i was like oh this and is then I, I tell at the end like i'm like at the end like oh, i'm gonna really move so I think that would be one that I would definitely put up just just to, just to show that my videos are not all death and you know sadness. So definitely that. Then I would put up probably I would have to say, um, but my buddy Holly one. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you saw that one because to me that was a long time coming to get there, and when I got there, it was more than I thought it would be, and then. I wasn't, I was filming and I was getting what I wanted. Then when I drove out to where the crash actually happened, it was so windy and, and just the, the sky. And then I looked up at the sky as I was filming. I was like, and, and then I was in between all the corn stalks and it's a long walk through the corn to get to where it happened. And I looked at it, I was like, it doesn't matter what I say. Like, I remember thinking this, I was like, it doesn't matter what I say in this video to try and, you know, what, what, the story's told by that sky and the wind and the corn. Like I could just see, and I, I started filming ahead the walk and I was just talking a little bit, just casually talking. And you can see the corn waving and the sky is like so scary looking in the background, the occasional bits of thunder. So that to me, that video, 
And unfortunately, that day, you, the day I uploaded that, YouTube crashed. So I got no views on it for two days, and it took it out of the algorithm. So I had to work really hard to get it back into the algorithm. So it didn't do as well as I wanted, but it still does okay. And then yeah. I, I think my other video would be either James Bird, who was the African-American man who was murdered down in Texas. Uh, he was dragged behind a truck. I did those locations mm -hmm. in his, which was really, I won that re, one that I wanted to do for a long time when I started my channel. And then Matthew Shepard, where he was murdered out in Wyoming. That took me six hours out of my way, six hours there or back. Oh. And that was, that was a big one for me to do. So I put those up and then, you know, I've got, I've got a few coming. I think that, and then the West Memphis three, one that I just put up, I think represents the way I do my true crime. You know, I like to focus on the victims mm -hmm. more than the culprit, more than the perpetrator. And uh, we, of course, in West Memphis 3, there is none. We don't know who they are, but... Yeah, I know. Yeah, that that was crazy, man. The free, the... the, the those guys are free now, right? So that's... Yeah, that's yeah they're free, which is great because, I mean, DNA points that I'm not doing it. People still believe they did it, but... I yeah, but it's so funny back in the day. Oh, you listen to Metallica, you're right? guilty. Yeah, yeah. What um that's what I mean, yeah, the the what is what is it called? The satanic panic. Yeah, yeah. Everybody thought, yeah, if you listen to Metallica or wearing black, you're you must be <laughs> crazy. So yeah, I think those videos. I mean, you know, there's there's even like um when I went to uh I would I, I would put up like like say to somebody, oh well, if you like Britney Spears, why don't you watch the video where I went to her hometown and went to her museum and went to her childhood bedroom? I mean, not a lot of people do that. Or I went downtown LA and found uh, the the stage that's still there where Beyonce did the Crazy in Love video with Jay Z, where the car is oh, breaking. Cool, back. yeah. You can go around the corner and the little stage that was made for the video is still there. Like I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, this is like two billion views on YouTube. This video, and they left the stage. And I went up to the stage and just danced like Beyonce. So something like that. I even that is not a heavy topic, but it was fun yeah you know and it's a fun video uh, i like the variety there's so much um you know it, it how do you know when it's too soon to cover something because i was thinking of taylor hawkins from foo fighters i mean you know w would you cover like what happened with him or is there a certain yeah. period no i would uh when i went to la back in may sorry november so i'm going to may when i was when i went back for for the eminem show right i decided to stay three and a half weeks to film when I was there, Coolio had just died, Aaron Carter had just died, and yeah. Les Jordan, all three of them, within a week or something. And I just kept getting message after message. Are you going to do Aaron Carter? Are you going to do Coolio? Are you going to do some of Les Jordan? And then my sister said, are you gonna... my sister is a big Leslie Jordan fan. She said, are you... when you're there, are you do some of Les Jordan. I'm like, yeah, he's, yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do on Leslie Jordan? Then I, was... then I go by the site where he, ha... where he crashed, which is right down the street from where I stay. And there was a wreath there and a dent in the wall. And I was like, that's kind of a story. And then my friends live close to where Aaron Carter up in Lancaster, which is far north of LA. Yeah. They live close to where Aaron Carter. And then I was like, ah, I keep getting asked by Aaron Carter, but you know, I'll go up and see them. And I love Lancaster. And then when I got to Aaron's house, there was so much stuff left out in front for him. Like so much, like, you know, like flowers and toys, everything. So I was like, it's not too soon to cover this because people are coming out here. Right. You know? Yeah. And good point. The cool, the people want to see it, and people are coming here anyways. The Coolio one, I was like, well, he doesn't have a, he'd already been passed for a while, and I, I think he was cremated. So I was like, well, I want to see 
where he passed away. I may as well put it up. So sometimes, and I have a friend that ribs me about that. It's like, dude, you're like first on the scene. Who are you? Like Nightcrawler? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, like that's not how I do it. But there's some like I, I you, you wouldn't believe how many texts and uh, messages I've gotten today about Jerry Springer. Are you gonna do something? Oh on, yeah. Are you gonna do on Jerry Springer? I'm like. He's still in the like in the funeral home. Like yeah, we just found out. Yeah, he's still in the <laughs> hospital probably. Like so I'm like I, I get that all the time, but you know I, I I thought at one point there would be a point where I would say this is, or you know something is too soon. But now I'm just like if I'm in the area, mm-hmm. if I'm near it, I'm never going to sensationalize it. You know I'm I, I don't do, I don't think I yeah. do that. So you know the and the Aaron Carter video. And cool video like they all did well and i you know nobody said really like you know people want to see the house and they had their opinions of you know how the person died but taylor hawkins i mean uh if i was in columbia i definitely would go to the hotel mm-hmm. for sure for sure yeah. i would i would do a video on that now and i've done a few food fighters videos I've been to their studio where they where they um oh yeah 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 i, I saw one of those yeah with the with the recording yeah well, I did where Dave did the first album by himself. Yes, that's the one I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Lang Studios. Then I went to Studio 606 in the Valley where they yeah. recorded a couple of albums. And uh, I think I showed something else to do with them. Maybe one of Dave's houses. I can't remember. But there's not much on uh, Taylor Hawkins you can do because I don't know uh, if he has, uh, from what I can tell, he, I, I know he doesn't have a grave. So there's not much. I mean, where See, would I, I go? Know that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, see, I get asked about Kobe all the time, Kobe Bryant. Mm, yeah. And will you go to his grave? Will you go to his grave? And I went to the plane, the helicopter crash location last year just yeah. because I was nearby. And I was like, I think I'm near where Kobe crashed. And like, and that was hard. It was hard physically to get to. And it was also very sad. Yeah. So people ask me all the time, will you go to Kobe's grave? And it's unmarked on Find the Grave. But I, through somebody who's told me, who's never let me down before they've told me exactly where his grave is in the cemetery but i won't go there i won't do it because not only does the family not want you know it known where he is his daughter's there Mm. and she's a kid and to me that's the that would be the ultimate violation is to go show an unmarked grave or to show where their grave is and if it was kobe i might have less of a crisis of conscience but because Gigi, his daughter, is there, that's it's a no go for me. That's yeah. that's uh, Vanessa Bryant, his wife. You know, that's her little baby girl there. No way. Yeah, you know, man, I, I respect that dude. Yeah. He does not want people obviously knowing. So my friend, who like I said, he's gotten me uh, a couple of really big locations before, and got me to, and I, so I know he's correct when it comes to where Co- exactly where Kobe is in the cemetery. But no. Yeah. yeah, I respect that. That that's actually uh, it's talking about your friend. That's good to have a friend like that. that oh yeah, well yeah, I, everything. yeah. Like I get like like I get a lot of like people write to me and say I can get you here, I can get you here, and I'm like, well, can you or can't you? And then yeah, do you get catfish? Like like I can get you here and it's nowhere. Yeah, well I wait. Like I'll vet them hard, but I get I get it every day. Like I if you ever come to my town, you. But this one guy was messaging me a lot saying I can get you inside the mausoleum, Michael Jackson's mausoleum. And you we can go right up to his grave, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like okay, dude, like that's <laughs> it's like Fort Knox, yeah, Fort Knox. Yeah. And I was like, so I read, it, I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe when I'm there. Then he messaged me again, 
And I was like, okay, well, maybe when I come to LA, then I guess he saw that I was coming to LA and he messaged me again. He said, do you want to do that? Do you want to go, go to the mall? And then I looked up, then I finally looked at his Instagram profile and he's like a young dude from Brooklyn who lives in LA. I was like, you know, he looks, he doesn't look crazy. Like, whatever. I said, you know, Forest Lawn Glendale's 15 minutes from where I stayed. Met up with him and we went in, filmed it. We spent three days together because we went back because I didn't like the way I filmed it the first time. And now he's like one of my good, great friends because it just, you know, he was right. He had to keep it in. You know what I mean? Which is <laughs> Dude, that's hard. awesome. Now they, now they, now I, I'm definitely persona non grata at Forest Long Glendale. <laughs> I know that for a fact because I've gone into the private areas to film, but I had a key. Yeah. You know what I mean? No signs saying you can't. So I'm not breaking any laws. Definitely not. I would never do that. Yeah, right. But, yeah. So people that's write. Cool. I got to double check sometimes. Like I'm, sometimes it's like, you, know, you can't get, like if somebody wrote, <laughs> me, Hey man, I can get you into, to meet Eminem tomorrow. I'd be like, okay, sure you can. <laughs> well, let me double check. And then I'd be like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, people write to me with tips and stuff to do, but it, usually it's just, it comes up from my own head. I just like, well, you know, I can't fly just to, you know, I don't know, Nevada on a whim and do one case or one thing. Yeah, you man. know the true crime thing. People, people will write to me and say, "Scott, there was a murder yesterday in, you know, Splitsville, Maine. You got to come here." And I'm like, "It happened yet? I like, I'm not a cop. Like, I can't, I can't walk up to the yellow police line and go, Scott on tape, YouTube. You know, like, <laughs> like people, people think I'm a detective or something. Sometimes they can <laughs> come to the territory, but it's funny. Like, I get messages all the time. Like, Scott, some this happened in our town just just two days ago. I'm like am i going to investigate like <laughs> i can't wait till the crime is solved i can't i can't do much about it that's cool you got a fan base like that though I mean, yeah i do i do i love it's so nice so nice like they're they're, they're i always like they, like they, they if you that's the nicest and sweetest thing about doing youtube is how many um you know i get written to like and i get even choked up just even thinking about it, like people who just say like i'm sick you know, and I can't travel or I don't have the money to travel and your channel helps me mm. with anxiety or your channel helps me go to places I know I'll never go. Stuff like that. Wow. I, didn't, I didn't anticipate that when I started the channel and I get that a lot. So, you know, I don't ever want to feel like I have a responsibility, but apart like now I'm like, okay, like people are watching not just because they're interested in the topics, but because they want 20 minutes out of their life, you know, see, yeah. watch them. YouTube, you know, and because YouTube, you're you're yourself. You're not, you know, on TV, on CSI, or on Seinfeld. You're yourself. People feel closer to you. I didn't get that for a while. Like I didn't understand that connection. I was like, why do people write to me? Like, why do they like? What is that? But now I get. It. Like I'm in their living rooms, you know, or they're watching with their kids, and you know. So it's it's to me. I'm like, wow, that's and if somebody takes twenty minutes out of their day. To watch one, maybe especially if they, if they on Saturday, if they take an hour of the day to watch a video of Maya, it's flattering and I love it. And I've spoken to one of my good friends who's a huge YouTuber. He feels the same way, and that so I hope that never changes. Like he's like the sweetest dude in the world. He's like, yeah, it blows my mind every time to think that even one person out there is watching a video I made. Yeah, that's that's so cool, and and the fact that you can just let your guard down and just be so open, you know. 
Yeah, I guess I want to be my. I'll never. Yeah, definitely. I'm always just myself. I'm always like, if I'm if I'm walking around having a fun time, that's how I am. And then when I'm going to these serious places, I'm the same way. You know, I'm I'm just having, uh, uh, not a good time, but I'm just being myself, going these places. And I hope that definitely never changes. I don't think it will. Yeah, it won't, man. That's cool. Hey, Scott, thank you for being on this podcast. This means a lot to me. So, but who else have you had on the chat? I saw you had some pretty big people on your podcast. yeah so uh I, I, I this year we're i'm mostly doing zoom but i'll probably get back to doing in-person interviews but i've had a, i've had a lot of people i've i've had uh some of the corn guys here i've had yeah that's who i saw yeah i got invited yeah. to go to Corey taylor's house so from slipknot in nashville not nashville <laughs> i'm sorry vegas yeah he was on your channel wasn't he Corey yeah 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 i you went to his him? house you already did go to his house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did you yeah, yeah, that was did really cool. A, did you do a short and a video about it? Uh, we just did one interview at his house. That's all I did. I didn't do any kind of anything else with that. Oh, okay. Because I thought I saw a, a video about it, and I thought I thought I saw like a thirty second clip. Oh, it. clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, <laughs> I over promote everything I do. So, no, yeah. that's amazing. That worked. That worked. Because that cause, I, I'm trying. Yeah, because I bookmarked it. Because I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, Corey. I was at um last year in Charlotte. I was at a um. Uh, a viewer had contacted me. I was going to a convention. He said, "Can I meet you at the convention beforehand, out front, and say hi?" And I was like, "He's a good dude. He loves horror." And I was like, "Sure." Oh no yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sat down with him. We were talking with him and his dog. And then a bunch of people were getting out of cars, stuff. And this uh, guy came over. I forget who he was. He goes, "Hey, you want to meet Corey Taylor from Slipknot?" He knew he 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 was friends with me. Like I forget, he he kind of like knew me from my channel. I was like, "Yeah." Of course I do. Wow. But yeah, yeah be here like two minutes. Corey will be here in like two minutes. And Corey came and got some pictures with him and blew my mind. Nicest dude in the world, eh? Dude, yeah, that's so cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, oh, super nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, so you had, of course, you had Corey Taylor, Corn, so a lot of new metal and stuff like that. And... Well, yeah, and, and to change it up a little bit, I, I interviewed Chris Farley's brother uh, was oh, on the show. John, uh, Kevin? Uh, man, my mind just went blank right now. Um, oh, he's going to kill me for not knowing. I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah, it's not Mike, but maybe John. Maybe oh, I'll have to, I have to correct this when I when I go back and look at it. Is, is it put up yet? It's already up yet. It's his older brother. Uh, is his older brother Kevin or? I can't I, remember. I, I, I want to uh, let me see real fast. I'm gonna look here. Yeah, Tom, Tom Farley, Tom Farley. Tom? So yes. he's not in the entertainment. Is he in the entertainment business? He does. Uh, well, when when he was on the show he, at the time, he was doing public speaking, and he he wrote a New York Sellers best book. Um, uh, best book. <laughs> he he wrote a book about Chris Farley. Uh, and growing well, up with him. The main one, the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have it. I have it right here. I have it right in my bookshelf that, over there. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, he. Oh man, Chris Farley was. He was it for me, man. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're both in that generation, you know. Awesome. That's so cool. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch that for sure. Yeah, they all look alike, eh? Those brothers. It's crazy. Like you look at the brothers and it's like looking at Chris Farley. Yeah, man. Yeah. And Tom is so super smart too. I mean, he was he, he's a he's a really good guy and that, that genuine guy. Had a lot of good stuff. Who's your dream guest? Who would you love to have? You know, that's funny. We we're talking about food fighters. Uh, Dave Grohl is probably up there, you know. I'd love to interview Dave Grohl. No, but I don't know if I'd ever be able to do that. <laughs> you never know. I, you never, you know, you never know. Like, I mean, I, I, w- I would love to have Dave Grohl as well. Like, but you never, 
you never know. I mean, he's huge, right? He's one of the biggest rocks in the world, but he's also one of the nicest guys in the world. And if you yeah, get to everybody person, says that, yeah. You get to the right person with the right connection and you keep doing your podcast and don't give up, you never know. Like I when I was a kid, oh yeah, yeah. When I was a little kid, I was obsessed with the band Poison. Remember Poison? I loved Poison when I was a kid, yeah. Obsessed with them. And um, you know, then Grinds came along and hip hop, whatever, and you get older, but I still love Poison all my life. And then I was in touch with Ricky Rocket, the drummer who started a YouTube channel. He wanted to do a video with me. Whoa. And then so we're, you know, talking back and forth on Instagram. And then, you know, when I was in LA last time, he was he's like, he's like, I'll just call you. Uh, I'll just call you right now. It's easier. And then, you know, he's in my phone and whatever. Then he called me back, for whatever. And I look at my phone, and it's like Ricky Rocket. And it's ring, and I'm like, <laughs> if you so told ten year old God that Ricky Rocket would be calling him <laughs> on the phone, like Ricky, Ro and and then all of a sudden I'm hanging out with him, and I'm making fun of poison, like I was, you know, I'm making poison jokes and like puns and stuff, and he's like rolling his eyes and laughing, but he's a great guy. So you you never know, you never. That know. is amazing. I want to see this. I'm I'm going to look it up after this interview. Yeah, and you got to watch his video with me too because some crazy stuff happens in his video. So if you if you, I think I put a link to his channel, just look up uh, after that Ricky Rockets channel, um, but the video with me in it because it's not me that makes it cool; it's something that happens in it, and it's just wild. Oh, so, that's so cool! So I'm telling you, Scott, you never know, man. You never know. Like there's like people. I I I saw Jason Muse, you know Jay Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, yeah. You know, I ran into him. He he was making fun of me on the street in Hollywood. Really? He, was, he was heckling me across the street when I was filming a different video. And then I walked, I I I lapped him because I was walking faster with my friend. And I turned around as he was going to, and I said, Yo, is that Jason Muse on the other side of the fence? He goes, Oh man, I'm so sorry I screwed up your video. My wife is just yelling at me. He goes, You're probably doing a YouTube video. I'm like, Yeah, now you're gonna be in one of my videos because you screwed it up. <laughs> He's like, He's like, say no more. And like a week later, I got to do a video with him. Oh, that's so cool. So I'm telling you, like, yeah, you know, it just things can happen. So never give up. Make Dave roll your white whale and go for it. Thank you so much, because I, I look up to you. I mean, you, you've got a huge following. I mean, it's 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 amazing. So just I you think saying I, that I, means a lot. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly believe it. If you're nice, if you're a good person and you think hard enough and, and work hard, work hard enough. Don't give up. Don't stop. You can make stuff like that happen. You know, and if you don't get Dave Grohl, maybe you get Pat Smear. Yeah. You know I mean, you know, who knows? Yeah, Pat Smear would be awesome. You know, you know what I mean? But then that leads to, or maybe you get, you know, Foo Fighters manager or their tour manager. You know what I mean? They don't do interviews because nobody probably ever asks. Think mm. that's them. Oh, and yeah. Then they all of a sudden Dave sees or they tell Dave or, you know, this it's the world seems huge when it comes to stuff like that. But it's with social media and all that, it's not, you know? Yeah, that's so smart, by the way. Yeah, just work your way up. Yeah, yeah, sneak in, be sneaky, go for, <laughs> go for, go for people, you know, not in lower, but go for people that are, have a connection to them, or, or you, and, and plus, you know, you send like the your resume, so to speak, which would be clips of you with Corey Taylor, you with a guy from Corn to yeah. Dave to Dave's management. You know, they see well, this guy has interviewed Corey Taylor. That's pretty huge. If he sees right. that. They might be, you know what? I want to give this guy a shot. It definitely to, makes it easier. Yeah. He probably gets asked all the time, but he's, you know, he's also out. You see him walking around, walking his dog and cooking barbecue. He's got time. Yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, Dave. <laughs> That's great, man. Hey, Scott, man, this has been a real pleasure, man. Uh, thank you uh, again thank you. for being on the show. And let's keep in touch, man. I'd love to, of course. Yeah. To, yeah. to hang out sometime or talk or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Next time I'm in Atlanta, I'll stop by. Make sure you oh, tell, that'd me, be cool. tell me when this is going up so I can put a post up on YouTube and on my Instagram and all that. 100%. Yeah, man. Next time you're in Atlanta, I'd love to, to connect, man. That'd be cool. For sure. All right, man. Well, take care, brother. I appreciate hey, it. Man. I appreciate it, too. Thanks, Scott. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Bye -bye. Scott.